to the Bare Naked ABCs. This week I am joined by... Michelle. And unfortunately we don't have Aaron right now. Um, I wish we did, but it, it, it's an unfortunate circumstance. Those things happen sometimes, so maybe we'll be joined by him later on. I kind of don't know what's going to happen around that. I'm kind of interested. I don't know what the word is that kind of goes along with <laughs> being interested about something I'm not sure is going to happen. You're wondering... Um, yeah, I'm kind of wondering. I guess I'm a little curious. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and this week, we're going to talk about the song Curious. People have talked about curiosity for a long time. It's, as Bryant H. McGill said, it's one of life's great secrets of happiness. And Disney said, we keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious. And curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. Thomas Hobbes said curiosity is the lust of the mind. It's And other people have mentioned it as the wick in the candle of learning. It's three quarters of the composition of love. Einstein said that we need to never lose it. And of course, the most important and most admirable and intelligent man ever said, Curiosity is not a sin, but we should exercise some restraint with our curiosity. Yes, indeed. <laughs> of course, that was Dumbledore. Of course. <clears throat> so we are today going to discuss the song about curiosity, the song that encourages kids to be curious off the album Snack Time from 2008. If I climb a tree just to see what I see, does that make me curious? If I make a point of just cruising a joint, would that make me curious? If it's profoundness, just looking around, well then, gee whiz. Don't call me crazy, I've never been lazy, curious it is. It is a Stephen Page and Robertson song, and I will be including in the song, in the liner notes, a YouTube video. It is not an actual video, it's just the people, the music put to a picture so that people can have the music online. I do encourage people to go out and buy Snack Time. The album it is a wonderful, fun kids' album to listen to. Without further ado, why don't we start talking about some of the music that goes with this song? What are your thoughts? It's funny that you say that, and it's funny that Aaron's not here for this one because as I was listening to this today, um, now, pardon me, audience members that are listening, I may sound a little raspy. And if I cough, I apologize. It's so gross to listen to people coughing <laughs> on air. But I've been sick for a week. So, um, you know, that's why I sound like I've been smoking. I don't smoke, but I sound like I do. Um, so anyway, when I was listening to this, I was sort of like, meh. And I'm like, maybe it's because I don't feel that great. Because usually I'm a little more enthusiastic. But as the after we got through um, that cool jazzy bridge in the middle, I mm -hmm. I I really enjoyed the organ that I was hearing, and I thought mm. that sounds familiar. I'm like that sounds kind of like a hockey game or a baseball game. <laughs> That's what I have for notes. As and well. as I was listening again, I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds familiar, and I feel like the melody of this song sounds like. 
um, take me out to the ball game. You know, one, two, oh. three strikes, you're out. It's that yep, same. I hear that. So if you, and I was like, wow, that's funny. And then I felt like I didn't know if they just phoned in the song. Like, did they know? <laughs> was it a, was that organ music a cue? Like, yes, we know. This is a nod to that song. Or was it just sort of like in the back of their heads and it was subconscious and they didn't even know? So it was like, well, this is definitely take me out to the ball game. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> so I was like, well, that's okay. I, I like that song. So, but it was yeah. when it dawned on me, I was like, that's what it is. Cause I'm like, why yeah. does that melody sound familiar to me? And I'm like, one, two, three strikes, you're out. Oh my God, it's taking me out to the ball game. Holy crap. Yeah, it is kind of similar to that, especially the organ part. Probably not the rest of it, but the organ <laughs> part is definitely. It kind was of when the organ, when I heard the organ, I was like, that's when the wheels started spinning in my brain. I yes. was like, oh, that's interesting. And then it kind of, you know, I was a little more enthusiastic. Um, not a horrible song, but, you know, it, it wasn't one that like grabbed me and made me a moment. And then it was like, oh yeah, this is on the kids album. Okay, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I had a lot we of have ups. to rank it differently for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give it a pass, but I also don't want to be No, it's gonna handicap. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I don't know. Baseball and hockey are my only two sports that I really know. So um I know handicap is a golf term, but that's about it. That's all I know is. Well. Oh, good, perfect. <laughs> I just know it well enough that I can use the terms. So. <laughs> I, you're you're ahead of me, that's for sure. What did you I think? I like the Hammond and organ in this. Like this yeah. is a usual. Like it's not normal for them to use the Hammond organ. It, it's a nice little sound. I usually am not a big Hammond organ fan, um, it, it, but I do like it in funk. But this is in funk. Mm -mm. Um, but it does. It has that kind of interesting feel of like a uh, that we would get with "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" and other kids' songs kids, that yeah. kind of go along with that. But I think it's a little bit more peppy and more bouncy than than most of the other kids' songs around this stuff. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times when people use it for kids' songs, they use the upper upper uh, octaves for kids' songs, so that kids I like how can sing along. The lower ones. Yeah, me too. I do too. Um, and, and I think it gives it that bit of a funk sound, which is neat. I like having a bit of a funk sound on on this album. Um, uh, it it definitely is a very kid song. I mean, it's definitively made at, to be a kid song. Yes, um, you would never find this on any of their other albums. But it sounds like they're having a lot of fun too. Like the, yeah. the music itself, just the music. It sounds like they're having a lot of just jamming out, doing a kids kind of jam. It's an easy, um, it's easy. It's yes. easy. It's fun. There's not a lot of pressure with it. It doesn't require a lot of you to listen to it, but it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um, one of the things, of course, after listening to this like, for the 25th time, just this week alone, while the organ is in the front, which is interesting because usually Kevin doesn't take the lead on the songs as, unless it's his song, and this yeah. is not a Kevin song. Um no. Unless you take count the singing. The singing is the front. And then you have the next step back is your organ. But usually it's the guitar that is the lead. In this song, I was yes. like, oh, there's no guitar in here. But on the 25th, well, actually somewhere around the 20th, and I just kept listening to hear it more and more. There's a really interesting plucking that they're doing with this song. Um, I'll kind of paste in here, listen really, really carefully. Mm. He's hitting the higher octave notes with the plucking. 
and I can't replicate it because it's it's an odd rhythm. It's not a, it's not going along with the rest of the song. It's adding to the song and just kind of blending in with the organ so you almost miss it at times. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely got that hockey oh, Hammond yeah. organ going. Like it's <laughs> da, 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 da. like I want I want to go to a hockey game and maybe that's what it is for them, like the Canadian hockey. Um, but I see what you mean about the plucking. That is kind of a cool. It's not even a counter melody. It's like a high harmony or percussive it is. effect. To go along with the organ. Yeah, it's almost percussive and, and, and it's kind of balancing out almost. Like if you had this, it almost sounds like Ed is playing on the guitar, what you would hear normally on the bass guitar. Like the plucking that he's doing yes. with that. It's just a really different riff that's kind of just adding to this rhythm and, and just kind of adding to the music. And it's really like I had to keep listening to it because once I could hear it, I was like, that is really cool. It is cool. It's almost like an accessory um, percussion instrument. It is. You know, it's like an extra, like bongos, except not bongos. It's a guitar. And I've never heard them do that with any other song. Um, So it was was one of those things that once I heard it, like, I couldn't unhear it. And then it was just like, this is great. I love it. (laughs) So it just, it gained a couple of extra points on the scale for me for that alone. It's funny. I want to just read you the notes that I wrote as I was listening to it. Curious, carnival sound, not into it, familiar chord progression, bridge, fun, jazzy. I love the hockey baseball <laughs> organ. So like it, one, two, three, three, three strikes, you're out. So it was kind of funny, my progression with the song, like, mm, yeah, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. This is interesting. You know what I mean? It kept getting yeah. more interesting. So I, I enjoyed it the more like, I listened to it. And there are definitely layers to it. Definitely. So. So let's talk a little bit about like that's the music. We don't have the breakdown, so we'll have to we'll have to skip the breakdown because I'm not I, I can't do that's a breakdown. Okay. On it. Um, <laughs> no. Let's talk a little bit about the lyrics though. It's kind of interesting, I, and maybe you can help me out with the lyrics because I struggle with the lyrics this week. I mean, I got the basics of the song, which basically they're trying to say, or from what I understand, they're trying to say is curiosity is a really good thing. Um, we should encourage kids to be curious. We want them to go out there. Um, you know, we we. You know, we say that curiosity killed the cat. It's a bad thing, but it's actually like, hey, it's actually a really important piece. And hey, cat's got eight lives anyways, eight more lives anyways. You know, it's it's a pretty good deal. Um, the parts that got me were the second verse and the third verse. I started getting really lost, like with where they were trying to go with things. To me, I kind of feel like with the lyrics, it's almost like they're helping a kid justify how they're feeling like it almost sounds like somebody is telling the kid, you know, like I'm picturing like a stern person in authority. I don't know if it's a teacher or a babysitter or a parent or like a mean aunt or something like you need to settle down. You need to do this. And the kid is like, well, if I climb a tree just to see what I see, does that make me curious? Like, it's almost like somebody used the word curious in a bad way. And this song is kind of spinning that on its head on its head and saying, it's okay to be a curious, you know, that's how we learn things. And that's how you figure out the world is by being curious. So it's almost like the kid starts 
in a place of like, oh no, does that, like curious is a bad thing and I shouldn't be that way. But then wait a minute. No, it's actually pretty cool. And I'm learning about the world. So I feel like it right. does a spin. You know what I mean? It starts in one place and then ends in another. Which is kind of like what the second verse is as well. Um, it's not so much about curiosity, but almost then it kind of starts slipping into like kids will be kids and kids are out there to kind of have fun. So if I confess to making this mess, would that make you furious? Uh, But after a while, (laughs) you'll be cracking a smile. And that's when we'll see that if I may submit, I'll have to admit you're curious like me. Like it's about like, Hey, you know, we're, we're kids. We're meant to make messes. Like you'll be cracking a smile. You'll see that like, this is just in fun and this is what we're supposed to do. And it's interesting too. And I agree with your point. Um, It's interesting because like the, the music, the lyrics also have layers. Like it starts off one way and it's in the kid's point of view, but then it's pulling the adult and like, wait a second, don't forget you were six years old once too. (laughs) And you actually think the, the dropping the Mentos in the diet Coke is pretty cool when you can make it spout out like that, or whatever the mess you're, you know, make, make a Vulcan or like making Play-Doh or whatever you're doing. Like, this is cool. Admit it, mom and dad. So it's, it's kind of a cool layering of the lyrics as well as the music, I think. So here's the part where they lost me, though. Okay. A furious sun can make for serious fun, so we won't let that worry us. I'm like, I'm not quite sure what you're trying to say there, and, and Steve. <laughs> because the fun is outdone by a barrel of one, if that one is the furious. Yeah, I don't, unless that's a barrel of monkeys. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, he's going with a barrel of monkeys, which is craziness. Cookie. But less curiosity is, is craziness. Um, but I don't get the furious sun can make for serious fun. I'm not quite go- seeing where they're going with that there. Unless it's just a good rhyme. <laughs> it might be. It might just be them having fun with the rhyme. But usually that's not them. Okay. Usually they're like... There's a meaning. Steven and Ed, we'd love for you to come on and explain that verse for us. That would be great. Oh, okay. That, that one has to get cut and pasted into my questions for, for Ed and Steven file. <laughs> and, and in the editing, feel free to edit out my coughs. I apologize. Oh, oh definitely. Oh, good. <laughs> but I won't edit out the part where you, you say sorry for the cough. Yes, yes. <laughs> so people are like, what are you talking? She's coughing really quietly. <laughs> there is a really nice callback in this song. They talk about don't call me crazy. And then later on, they say curious like me. So it's kind of like we just talked a couple of weeks ago. Crazy like me. So back to that like, yes. little callback to this adult song that they've yes. got, um, which is a nice little thing. Like you, it's there. You can listen to after about the twentieth time of listening to it again. I'm like, hey, I know what they're saying hey, there. Wait a minute. <laughs> I really enjoyed this song. It's one of those ones I don't listen to often with the kids in the car, even though it's on the kids' album. But it really grows on you really quick. You can hear them having fun with yeah. it. And I think it would be a fun one for the kids too. I bet the kids would enjoy it. Yeah, we'll we'll get their input here. But I gotta say, I was I, when I've been playing with this, playing this in the car with the kids in there, they've been in the back seat bopping Bop, with it. Yeah. So as they should, as they should. <laughs> and it's interesting because they didn't even know it was a kid's song because I play random songs throughout the day, anyways. But they actually actually said to me, "Hey, Dad, can we review this one?" So mm. it, it's hitting the audience. It's meant to hit. Nice. So speaking of hitting the audience that it's meant to hit, why don't I hand it over to you and we can discuss some of the ratings. Sure. So for the ratings on this one, I do want you to know I've got the um, 
spreadsheet fix so that you can add the kids scores in and that will be there's a (laughs) box for each of them and because of what i thought this song was um we're gonna go for strikes how many strikes are you gonna give this song (laughs) (laughs) you know it's a fun song and i think i'm enjoying it more now that we're talking about it and really digging in but just as like a listen i i feel like it's a good solid right in the middle song so i gave it a 2.5 you know, 2.5 and and that's what i gave vegetable town and i think one of the other kids songs but i'm not sure which one so you know it's a good you know it's a good kids song i would be if I had kids, I'd be happy to have this on in the car while I was listening to it. Is it my favorite? No. But is it horrible? Not at all. It's pretty fun. So I gave it t- no. two and a half strikes. Not, not bad. Yeah. How about you, Tracy? What are, what are you giving this? Um, so I'm going down through my list here. I definitely like this song better than a word for that. And better than 789, believe it or not. Not quite as much as I like Crazy ABCs. But those are really, they're all really close in score. I'm going to have to give this one a 4.1. Wow. So right in between those two sets. There we go. That's a good one. It'll be, I'll be interested to hear what the kids rate it, how the kids rate it. Exactly. Well, we'll we'll hear it now. Isabella, how many strikes did you give this song out of five? I would give it four. What were the things that you liked about this song? It was silly. What was your favorite part of the song? The like last part, curious like me. And what was your what was the parts that you didn't necessarily like as much? I think they should have only put one like. And like 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 I think they should only put one like. Benjamin, how many strikes do you give this song? 3.5. What did you like about this song? Because of the curiosity of the unfortunate demise of the cat. <laughs> what were the things about this song that you would have liked to see changed? No talking about furious, being furious. What didn't you like about that? That explains me when I'm mad. Oh. Is there anything else that you didn't like about this song? No. All right. Thank you, Ben. Interesting. Oh, well, you know, your kids have good taste. So there it is. Back to you, Tracy, for appearances. All right. So this week, 12 years ago today, the first Ships and Dips cruise happened. Oh, my God. Bare Naked Ladies, of course, was the headline. Um, But there were other artists that joined them as well. Mostly a lot of their side projects. So the Brothers Cregan, Kevin Hearn and Thin Buckle, the Vanity Project. They also had other friends on there as well. So they had Guster, Jason Plum, who also helped out with writing some songs with, with Ed later on. He helped to write Satellite later on. And also the New Odds. You may know the odds because they have been on Steven's albums lately. Mm. Um, And they are headlined by Craig Northey, who has been on Steven's new tour. Mm. And they also had comedians such as Sean Cullen from Corky and the Juice Pigs and Harlan Williams, of course. Because nothing is anything without Harlan Williams. (laughs) 
That's true. I, he mean, is, I really enjoy Harlan Williams. He, he is a very odd duck, but he's he hilarious. Is, odd duck is the perfect description for him, and he knows everybody. He's Kevin's cousin. I just saw him on a podcast with Michael Rosenbaum. We'd love to have you on the show. Um, but like, I'm like, what the heck is Harlan doing with Michael Rosenbaum? <laughs> but there he was. So, like, he's everywhere. And he's he he's great. How can you not adore him? And of course, he has the cousins with, yeah. with his cousin. Yes. Um, which is a really interesting CD. People go out and listen to that CD. There was a, one other group, quote unquote group, that also joined. This group's name was Trippin' Balls. <laughs> they would happen to open for Guster whenever Guster did a show. And they would do a 25-minute jam of just sitting there and doing like a blues-jazz-type jam. And it switched up. Sometimes it was blues. Sometimes it was punk. Sometimes it was kind of a mixture of all of them doing these different types of sounds. Now, very much like the Ramones, every single one of them had a different na- Their last name was Trip. Oh so gosh. thus, Trip and Balls. Yes. Um no, what the group really was, was Guster in costume, oh just gosh. sitting there and funking out. It's really, I'm going to put some links up here because it's hilarious. But then they also included, I think, some other people. So you have Samurai Trip, who plays the sword. You have Chewbacca Trip, who is general hairiness. Oh my god. And then you have some other people that are kind of in there. Andy Trip playing the gong. Now, I think, honestly... I. I think that's probably Andy Cregan that came out and did the gong at that point. But you also have Tyler in one of these videos who comes out and kills the chicken that's on stage at the time while he's wearing a diaper. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So it is them just going out there and having a grand old time and having fun. How much Um, fun. If you get a chance, you should definitely listen to this. Like they will spend, they literally spent ten minutes singing this, singing "Tripping Balls" over and over and over <laughs> again. Um, there are lyrics to the song as well, but that's the only song they play. And they start off every Guster show for that whole like three year span doing it. It was hilarious. That's awesome! Um, oh my god! Now, even though we don't have Aaron here tonight, he will be found on one of our sister podcasts. Um, on our network on our podcast yes the network um he's going to be on the mighty ducks podcast in the near future it's going to be starting to release in the near future here um and he will be on minute 30 to 35 they're combining minutes in five minute chunks to get through the movies faster nice because there's like four different movies that they've got to clunk through so they're kind of squishing it all together so not doing it forever um, like so us. Ch- <laughs> 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 we should have done that. How many, how many songs can we fit in one week? <laughs> oh, it's been one week. Yeah, no. Anyway, <laughs> that's hilarious. So go out there, listen to minute 30 to 35. Also listen to the rest of it yes, as well. Yes, they're great. You know, great. Hilarious. I love Blake. He's gr- he's wonderful. So oh, Fun guys. And then finally, you know, I think that Aaron knew we were recording tonight, but... I don't think he forgot. I think he's there just staring at the screen, just like not doing anything in particular. <laughs> Doesn't see it coming up. I, I think he's just daydreaming. But um bum. And I think that's what we're discussing <laughs> next week. Because we're leaving the seas. <laughs> we're done with the seas. Oh my god. 
Matter of fact, no, we're not discussing daydreaming next week because we're done. We did the ABCs. We're done. No more. We don't have to do the Ds or any more. That's it. We we did what we said we right. would do. <laughs> do you, the bare naked ABCs. I, I think end. Aaron would be sad though that he missed the last episode. Though, so maybe should we should continue yeah. the Ds. Okay, we'll do the Ds. I'm shocked that we're all right. We'll, we're already in the Ds. That's amazing. I know we're gonna fly this year. We get a lot of letters this year, so I'm I'm excited. That's very exciting. Woohoo! Yeah. So join us next week. Don't daydream yourself. That's right. Put on the put on our podcast and listen in. Especially don't daydream if you're driving while listening to Two us. Two hands on the wheel, eyes on the road. Don't let us distract you. <laughs> and remain <Yes>. curious. <laughs> remain curious as to what's out there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget... No regrets, except maybe one. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.